Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. We talk comics, movies, TV, you know, all the fun stuff that you love talking about. Uh, this is what we do. And uh, as always, I got my trusty uh, sidekick. Talk about me. Lord of the Radio. Talk about me. All that fun stuff. So technical difficulties. There's always technical difficulties. Yeah, well, you gotta make pretend that they don't exist, though. You Lord of the Radio. You can't. Yes, I am the Lord of the Radio. That's well. That's what we like to see. Uh, or unless I'm one of the technical difficulties. Um. No. No. You're not the. You're not the technical difficulties. I'm not. No. Not at all. I feel like a technical difficulty sometimes. Uh, no. No. You're. You're very good. <laughs> you're very good. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't just become Lord of the Radio. <laughs> I'm you know. telling you, I got that out of the Cracker Jack box. You got that out of the Cracker yes, Jack box? Yes, I got the permission to be Lord of the Radio. I, we, we, we've had this conversation. Maybe not on the really? air. Really? Maybe we shouldn't have. All right. <laughs> Get past that. So we have a tremendous um, show coming enormous. up. Um, enormous. Enormous. Uh, if the internet would not Huge. keep going in and out in this. In Huge. The, in the, uh, oh, good God. Really? Again? Uh, interns. Interns. you got to not knock into the... Uh, into the internet here. Yeah. That would be that would be really really it's helpful. All your fault. Well, it's we have a great show tonight. <laughs> regardless, uh, regardless of whether or not we're actually online or not. <laughs> so we have Kristen Anapau. Christina, see Christina. I keep saying Kristen. I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely mess that yes, up when she's are. on the air. I'm looking forward to that. I hope she's not listening. Well, no, I hope she is listening. I hope she is listening too. At some point, she'll listen to the show. She'll she'll uh, she'll give you a little bit of understanding. When well, you, I would when hope you butcher so. her name to her face. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you can ever ask for, right? Is uh, is to is uh, understanding is to butcher someone's name who's been to their on face. A, a yeah. tremendous TV show. Uh, like, uh, like True Blood, Blood. on yeah. HBO, and that's exactly you know that's all you can hope for in life is to is start about your name, <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. So right. whatever your name is, tell me a little about yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So if anybody's trying to listen to us in the Facebook feed, uh, we're getting. Hooked up there as quickly as possible. I don't know exactly know why. Oh, we're not on the, the Facebook. Well, we were, and then the internet got uh, got destroyed. Yeah. So now was, we're not. It's his fault. Yeah. It's, so. Special. You know, it is what it is. I'm going to do my best to help us out. So, um, but unfortunately, we're going to start the show off with even more somber news. See, it's just it's a collection. It's a collection, it's a collection of, of uh, sad news. Of sad news, though, too. Um, we had a a terrible. Um, Instance that ended up happening, yeah. um, you know, last out of, week, out of was, nowhere, <sighs> which Absolutely was which was nowhere. really devastating, and it was devastating because uh, it was you know one of our one of our well it wasn't one of our it was our very first guest, mm-hmm. and um, and it was really emotional in the sense that um, uh, we were big fans, and yeah. we lost someone that was that was just still tremendous. a big fan, and still right, yeah. still I'm a big still. fan. So uh, we're obviously talking about uh, Chris Cornell. Um, we're talking about um, you know the loss that we you know that we as a as a fan base as a collective fan base uh, suffered when he uh, unfortunately um, you know yeah when he left he passed the, away. left left the earth when he um, yeah, when he left us yeah which is here uh, to have to deal with the rest of this planet all alone now <laughs> so I'm not gonna say like I knew him well um, but I did have the pleasure of interviewing him. I did have the pleasure of, you know, getting to talk to somebody who I grew up with, listening to his music and just loving, loving it, and and being, um, you know, being a fan and being able to kind of, kind of, you know, live out the fan dream. We're up on Facebook now as well too. Um, Fun fact, true fact. Yeah. Um, Soundgarden's "Bad Motor Finger." Yeah. Very first CD I ever bought. Really. Yes. And uh, one of my best friends, I was with him at the time, uh, okay. we, we met in college, and uh, it was around that time that I bought the CD, uh-huh. and uh, his phone number is still in that, in the booklet. Get I wrote it in the here. booklet okay. of, uh, of uh, Bad Motor Finger. So that's the first CD I ever owned, Okay, and um, the first time I got my friend's phone number so that we could stay in touch, and it's been 26 years or sure. something like that, uh-huh. so we're, uh-huh. you know, that worked. And so that's that's the significance that they have, you know. They're amazing, amazing band. Um, oh, the yeah. guy had an amazing voice, uh, Chris Cornell. Some fantastic. I mean, my favorite song, one of my favorite songs of all time, is uh-huh. "Room a Thousand Years Wide," which is on the mm-hmm. Bad Motor Finger uh, 
CD. I yeah. mean, that whole CD is. I can listen. That's one of the few CDs I've had from my uh, from my younger years that I could listen to from start to finish. Uh-huh. You know, because uh, kids today don't understand the phenomenon of actually having an album because everything is a, a, one download at a time. Yeah, but. A rarity mm-hmm. from our from our time coming up was an album that you could actually listen to all the way <laughs> from the from the start to the finish. Sure. And Bad Motor Finger was is, is certainly one of those albums. And then their follow up to it, their follow up was Super Unknown. Okay. Great album. Um, it's a it's a slightly different album. So it, when I first got it, I was a little disappointed because it wasn't Bad Motor Finger sure. all over again. Sure. It's fantastic, fantastic album. Mm-hmm. Another one of my yep. favorites. Yep. Um, and uh, the the one that was right after that, which was their kind of their last album. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm blanking on the name of their last album. Oh, um, King Animal huh? or King Animal or Down on the Upside? Down on the Upside. Okay. That's the, that was their last. Not album technically before. their last album. Right. Well, yeah, it was that was the last album they had before they broke up. They broke right. up for quite a right. long time. Right. And then they just recently got back together and they put this at the the the, the King Animal together for that. But down on the upside was like, like their last in their prime kind of mm-hmm. album, yep. mm-hmm. and uh, another amazing album. You know, completely yeah. different, yeah. completely different animal from uh, from Bad Motor Finger and yep. from Super Unknown and from Ultra Mega OK, which is the album they had uh, just before. Sure, um, Bad Motor Finger. I'm a huge fan of the band, and so yeah, I haven't even really been able to listen to any of their music. No, I know, and, and you know, if you do listen to it, and again, we're not going to keep. You know, no, we're going to move on. We're, we're going to move on very, very quickly. I, I do, uh, you know, you know, I will let our audience know that. But uh, if you listen to it now, it, it takes on a different meaning now. You know, just all of it. The way it yeah. ended, yeah, which is kind of the way it happened with Nirvana. I, exactly. You exactly. Know? So again, we just wanted to make mention because uh, again, he is associated in in very remote, little possible way. He's connected to the show, and so we yeah. felt it best to at least talk. And about he's him. connected to us personally. Exactly. In our own experiences. So, uh, so. it's terrible. And then. Unfortunately, it segues into another terrible thing that ended up happening. But before we do that, let's <laughs> lighten it up. Let's lighten it up bit. a little bit here. Let's talk about the mystery box. Oh, <laughs> that mystery box! Yeah. The official superhero stuff mystery box. It's a monthly mystery box packed full of superhero awesomeness. It makes a great gift for that superhero fan in your life. Seventy-nine dollars worth of stuff for just forty-nine dollars. Man, that's a deal. That's a deal. That's so a deal. go to the Facebook page, Facebook.com/slash Secrets of the Sire. Do it. Click the Shop Now button. Uh, we're gonna be running this all month long. Yeah. It's a mystery box. You can't go wrong. No. You can't, can't go wrong. Uh, it's if, a little mystery in a box. If anyone's <laughs> trying to find us on the Periscope tonight, we're, we're experimenting. No Periscope tonight. We're only, <laughs> we're only, on, we're only on, uh, on Facebook tonight. So uh, Facebook.com slash Secrets of the Sire. TalkRadio.nyc. Call in. We're going to have, we have Christina Anapau coming on. 877-480-4120. She's going to be talking. Well, we're going to do a lot of We're going to do some fun things with Christina. Uh, that, that didn't come out right, did it? No. No. It didn't really come out. But you got her name right. I, I so, am making it a point. So winning. <laughs> so, Christina, if you are listening to the show in advance, is how many times has someone gotten your name wrong and how badly have they butchered it? So, just in advance, just preparing yeah, you right just, now just if you're listening before it. you even come on. Um, all right, we're going to move on. Uh, again, kind of similarly themed, but we're going to try to not harp on the negative as much as possible here. Uh, big news came out this past week um, Zack Snyder stepping down from Justice League. Um, yeah, that's. Again, for, for a terrible reason. Again, we pride ourselves on being the fun hour. I mean, this is a fun hour. Uh, Brian Everham just chimed in, what's in the box? He put in quotes, uh, in the Brad Pitt Yeah, voice. yeah, yeah. Um, you have to wait for the UPS guy. He'll tell you. Again, the fun hour, this is supposed to be comic book you know, TV shows. This is all the stuff that we love talking about. This is all the stuff that you know. Fun hour, sometimes things happen. Yeah. You know, sometimes bad things yeah. happen, even in the fun in the fun. Uh, relentlessly yeah. wonderful life that we live. I know, know terrible I know. Things. And uh, unfortunately, fans are getting what they wished for, just hopefully not in the way they ever could have possibly had hoped for. So according to The Hollywood Reporter, uh, Zack Snyder is stepping away from Justice League. Um, Joss Whedon will be filling in for him, uh, stepping in to shepherd the movie through post and the shooting of some additional scenes will be Joss Whedon, the Avengers filmmaker, and Buffy, yeah. creator. And suddenly the internet forgot its humanity. Um, right. But, um, you know. And, and that's the thing that, you know, again, this is what we're, we're trying not to harp on. I want to I focus specifically, and we will in a second, but we do have to comment on these right, idiots right. out there. Yeah. You know, anybody out there who's like, thank God for Zack Snyder's daughter. Oh, yeah. she really did us a favor. No, no. I mean, it's. No. 
It's no. It's unconscionable. Get what off happened. of your keyboards. Get away from your keyboards. Yeah, and then you know that uh, the, there's no rhyme or reason to it because a couple of years ago they were all mad at Joss Whedon because of Age of Ultron. Sure. Right. So now he's the savior again. Sure. It's it's completely. Sure. It makes no sense. And they were they were talking about how uh, Zack Snyder was a perfect vision right. for all these movies, and he was he's going to blow uh, uh, Joss Whedon now, away. To be fair, I mean, and again, for anybody listening, we're going to separate the the why mm-hmm. as to as to mm-hmm. now just just yeah just we're going to su- keep it superficial. Just the brass tacks. We are very superficial people yes. in general, well, so we are going to stick to. Well, I'm a very superficial person. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm a book by the cover. <laughs> I'm, kind of person. I'm a great guy. I'm not superficial <laughs> at all. I'm a wonderful human. See, there's that humor. We got yeah. it back. Yeah. We, we can laugh again. Too soon? No. No. Um, yeah, a little bit, but not really. We're going to keep to the we're going to keep to the surface level um, yeah. talk about what does this mean for Justice League. You know, what does this mean for um, the movie itself? It doesn't mean much. Has been pointed the release out date, to us. The release date, still staying on yeah. track, November 17th. He did most of the work. He's already filmed most of the movie. This is a conversation we had with uh, with one of our patrons yes. in the green room, As Christina we... Gilling, about if you did not know that Zack Snyder stepped down and you did not know that Joss Whedon took over, and right. obviously we don't know this question, we don't know the answer to this question yet, but if you had no idea this was happening. Yeah, would you even know? Would you even know he stepped in and directed? Probably not. But I bet you after the fact there right. would be people like microscopically mm-hmm. you know breaking yeah, down like every claim, scene and be like oh well that's they, they that's just that's just like right there they did Duh. the same thing and it was the, the story was re, uh, debunked by spielberg but they did the same thing with ai if you remember years and years uh, ago okay. ai came out stanley kubrick's last movie he died before he finished the movie mm-hmm. steven spielberg came in and, and finished it yeah and basically spielberg um I th- I I think I'm I'm hazy on it. I think Spielberg actually filmed the whole movie, but okay. the entire setup was Stanley Kubrick, so he did all the uh, the post production, whatever. Uh-huh. And he, they went through it, and you know the, the movie got mixed reviews or whatever. But they they blamed Spielberg for the semi happy ending that the movie had. Sure, because it had a kind of happy ending, and they they were everyone was convinced that if if Kubrick had done it, it would have been a grim ending, like yeah. this really stark ending. And uh, Spielberg was like, "No, this was how it was written. I didn't change yeah. a thing. I went in and yeah. I filmed what was there out of respect yeah. for Stanley's work." And you know the, the internet could not be convinced. Yeah. It was conspiracy theory. So it's gonna same thing's gonna happen with uh, Justice League. There's gonna be stuff. You're like absolutely right. How like much? I how much? Absolutely can see that. Yeah. Happen. There's no question about yeah, it. Yeah. You know how no much question. of this movie was really Zack Snyder? You know how if it especially now, if it now, comes out and it's a huge hit. But, but isn't that, wouldn't that be the best? Not the best thing. Let's not say the. Let's not use those kind of words. But wouldn't that be like the most ironic thing in the Alanis Morissette version of it, uh, where <laughs> at the end of the day, <laughs> ironic, but. Not really ironic. Right, right. I don't actually know the definition of irony, so I'm just using it, and and I want to sound very smart. (laughs) Um, Christina Annapel, I'm very smart. Um, (laughs) He is. He's dreamy. Wouldn't it be funny though if, like, in the end of the at the end, they're like. I would have rather seen Zack Snyder's Justice Of course they're going to do that. <laughs> like, wouldn't that, wouldn't that be the Wouldn't that be the coup d'etat? Yeah. All right. So coming up next, uh, we're going to we're going to keep talking about Joss Whedon, but yeah, we're going to pivot. We're going to pivot. Yeah, we're going to pivot. We're going to bring it happier. We're going to definitely. We're gonna well, get, Josh Whedon is kind of you know it's not it's Josh. A good, it's it, not Josh. I said Josh. Josh yeah. Whedon is kind of a segue. He's a good segue. He's a good, He's segue, a good segue into, into the, the next thing you want to talk about. Top vampire. Don't you correct me. You don't correct the Lord of the Radio. That Top. doesn't happen. I just did. You did. Top vampire stories ever to hit the big screen. Coming up next. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. want to connect with are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following welcome to our show follow Follow me friday Friday with joan and priya tune in every friday at noon eastern on talkradio.nyc we're We're your digital connectors connectors. (laughs) (laughs) talking alternative radio 24 hours a day. Joe. 
joined by my uh, esteemed colleague and co-host, Lord of the Radio. Lord of the Radio. Lord yes. of the Radio. Thank yeah. you very much. Do you have to apply? Do you have to like go to college for that? Is there some sort of like classes? I could tell you how to become Lord of the Radio, but then you'd become Lord of the Radio and I wouldn't be Lord of the Radio <laughs> this anymore. This is very true. No such thing as co-lord. <laughs> no, no, no. It doesn't work that way. It's a <laughs> Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. We're on Facebook, facebook.com, slash Secrets of the Sire. We're all over the place. Lord of the Radio shirts need to be made, Joe Mulvey says. I agree. But before that happens, <laughs> Secrets of the Sire is brought to you by all of our beloved patrons. We have dedicated fans, Einar Peterson, Matt Byer, John Hoff III, Ashley Haikai, our name. program director, Stephanie Dolce, our executive producer, Steve Hovecki, Brian Phillips, Christina Gillen, who was in the green room with us earlier today, and as always, our Uber fan, Christina Dolce. So Fix. Fix. Well, yeah, the... <laughs> I think there's a fix well, there. The thing with the thing with her I being think, our Uber fan is yeah. she's actually just costing me money, you know. <laughs> so my wife is actually costing me money because she's pledging the most, which is great, right? You know, which is terrific. She's However, pledging your money, right? And then Patreon, <laughs> lo- you know, takes their cut, so she is actually costing. Just me get her money. to change her name so it doesn't look so uh, so dodgy in the tax credit, you know. Well, I mean, maybe no, but I mean, then she I'm doesn't get the credit either. I'm just know? looking out for you, man. I'm trying to help wife. you try to hide your funds a little better. <laughs> <laughs> Hiding my losses? <laughs> yes. Well, either way, no, they won't be. No, but it's even worse. If you though. hide them correctly, they won't be losses. Well, they a, will be gains. A, she's a tax accountant, so she could she could definitely. There you go. She but, should be gaming B, the system. We're not even doing this on our corporate tax card. I don't. You guys got to talk, man. I don't know what's going yeah, on. So there's just it's, you're just, painting a bad picture right it's there. It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> All right. So we 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 shook off and shake off the beginning. Shake off the internet. Shake off the, you know the the the, the bad stuff. Let's talk about some fun stuff. Let's talk about we've got an, a tremendous guest Won't coming. Be up. fun if you talk about. Justin. I want to thank Tom Martin uh, from Tom Martin Media as well for making the connection. I want to definitely give him a shout out. Uh, but we're gonna have Christina Anapau, uh Morella herself from True Blood on next segment. But to warm it up, kind of like a warm up band, you know, mm-hmm. warm up band mm-hmm. gets out there. I threw this out there. Give me the top vampire. Now I phrased it top vampire stories ever to see on the big stories. Screen. Well, because I because then I was like, well, you know, there's movies or TV shows. And then I was like, all right, then it's the top vampire movies and TV shows. But I felt like man, I was off my game this week. I feel I feel like I come up with something. Catchier. Top vampire. Then it's got to be Dracula. Well, Dracula. no, no. Bram stories Stoker's ever to Dracula. make it to the bigger small screen. <laughs> Bram oh, Bram Stoker's okay. Dracula. Oh, well, it's, that, I guess that completely that's the changes. the top vampire book. That just so you changed, just, you that changed the, the whole narrative thing. completely. Yeah. Now we can't talk. So we're going to be like pretty, now pretty we're quiet done. for the next we're done. seven minutes. Okay. <laughs> you ruined the whole segment. All right. You want to so, talk TV shows Sire and movies. Secret brought to you by the Mystery Box. Go to the Mystery <laughs> Box and uh, you know, check out some more. No. So, all right. So I'm this here is what for, we I'm got here. We're going to ruin the show. So well, I'll run down a list of things, um, but then there's a couple that I really want to just kind of highlight a little bit and we're going to talk about it. Uh-huh. Um, you know, Buffy was obviously on the list. Lost Boys that from Dust Till Dawn. Though. Well, all right. Again, we're going to get rid of the stories concept. Ah, we're, we're throwing gonna, that out. Okay. We're going to throw that out. All right, okay. Buffy, Lost Boys, Dust Till Dawn, Interview with a Vampire, Twilight, mm-hmm. True Blood, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. John Carpenter's Vampires was 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 mentioned, Blade was mentioned. Who mentioned that one? Uh, Todd Sliss <laughs> actually did. Todd Sliss. Thank you, Todd Sliss. <laughs> you actually mentioned that. Forever Night TV series yes. as well, too. So yes. that was from you. Yes. <laughs> I've never even heard of it. I have no idea what that is. You don't know Forever Night. No, I don't know Forever Night. Good Lord. I don't don't know forever night all right all. but all right you're couple, not even couple, a child you're not even that young you you don't have you, you have no right to, all right never mind couple things we want to talk about or a couple things i want to talk about how great is lost boys like to me that is number one i think right like that's my number one favorite vampire tale it is a rather amazing movie it is right it like is it just amazing. really is great like yeah. you even posted a line what was the line from the movie it was uh he's eating maggots maggots michael you're eating maggots <laughs> how <laughs> no. do they taste at first i thought you were directing that at me and i was like what are you it hey, was hey. a kind of it was a kind of double you oh. know it was a double hit oh, <laughs> it look was at a you. double hit that is like way more clever than i than i thought you as way more clever than even i thought i was until just now <laughs> until just now until, like, until you mentioned it i was like oh, yeah okay. i meant All that right. so it was i totally meant that it was one of the uh 
Okay, so it really wasn't intentional. It was. It was. Darn it. It was okay. It was after the fact. I, intentional. I'll be honest. I thought about you it while Simpson's I was your way into that. Thing. I thought about you it while saved, I was writing. You it. saved the nuclear power plant, and everyone's like, "You pulled a Homer Simpson," and then they realized that he had no, no idea what he was doing. No, you make it more about it than, than it really needs to be. It was. It was my genius. Scott Fortier said, "Moonlight." Moonlight? Moonlight was a ripoff of Forever Night oh, re- on television. <laughs> Wait, so I don't even know what Forever Night was. So Brian Everham asked, is that the one with the actor who is now on Hawaii Five-0? I don't know. I don't, I don't watch Hawaii Five-0. What are you people even watching or listening yeah, to? Yeah, I don't know. Like, what is this? We're the, it's our job, and we don't even watch TV, so why are you guys wasting time Jesus watching television? Christmas. <laughs> All right. Dust Till Dawn. No. What do you think of that? No. What do you think of that movie? No. No, I despise you, oh, that movie. Oh, like two thumbs down. I despise that movie. Really? Mm-hmm. I have to go. Uh, I have to rewatch that movie. I watched it a long time ago. Yeah. Christina Gillan says Forever Night was amazing. Thank you. All right. I, look, I'm not. I'm not disputing whether show. it's good or not. Amazing I, I'm show. I'm saying I had no idea it because, was even a show you, because you don't. You what, don't what do the, You don't out? even know anybody. Uh, I don't know. It was the '90s, like early '90s. <laughs> You're like you don't know. I have all three seasons at home. I don't know. It's only lasted three seasons. It was Canadian. It Brian Everham is, is is very upset that you said Dust Till Dawn. Poor. It's a poor movie. Is it? It's a well in classic. It, ter- I wouldn't go. No, I, I wasn't. Actually, I will say this. I remember watching it. It's not Rodriguez. Thinking, it's Robin right. Rodriguez. So yeah, but it wasn't. It's just. It's Were you a good. Grindhouse fan? I liked Grindhouse. I've liked Robert Rodriguez movies. Yeah. I just didn't like Dust Till Dawn. At all. Jean Goldstein used to stay up till two in the morning to watch Forever Night when she lived in Connecticut. There you go. She understands. I used to Thank stay you. up to to watch other things, but you know, when I was a kid. Well, I'm sure that information is useful, <laughs> especially Actually, since you're being vague about it. Well, <laughs> it's it's like embarrassing, but it's well, then also don't not. mention it. Don't you? You got control. Well, I do have control, but then, I also want to make this as what a, was it? You know, what was it? Our embarrassment. What were you is watching? Entertainment for the other Smurfs. People. You were watching the Smurfs. No, you're have you ever seen guy. the movie Blown Away? Yes. Okay, which blown away have you seen? Uh, you're talking about with the ones with the Hames, the Nicole the Eggert. So you do know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Nicole yeah. Eggert and yeah. uh, the other girl from uh, from something. She ended up on 90210. There was another girl in that? Yeah, uh, there was. There was. It was on I, Netflix. I thought the other girl was hotter. I, oh, I was really? never a big Nicole Eggert fan. Oh, yeah. Nah, yeah. Uh, to be 14 that's what again. It is. Like the, yeah. when you're 14, that's I, what you do. I, I when you're a 14 year old teenage boy, that's what you do. You like. You're just making this weird now, yeah. man. Because yeah. now everybody knows what you were doing watching what, what we were watching well, Forever Night. Like 14-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You were watching Forever Night. Yeah. Like, this is a great show. This is enriching and, and artistic. And you're over there like. Where does Twilight, oh. where does Twilight fall into all this? It doesn't. It doesn't. It's, it's, no. it's 0.0. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You're done. With, yeah. Even if I thought differently, I would say that. <laughs> so okay that's a great question mm. can a man actually get up with any kind of you know macho manliness and say twilight was a good film franchise and or movie if he could we would not like find a, out because i wouldn't be doing it. that's like the guy wearing the pink shirt right like yeah he, he but, feels completely confident but in, men can <laughs> rock the pink Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I, for Sam, our for Sam, our audience, Sam the engineer is Sam, wearing pink right that's now. That's amazing. I actually I just pulled a Hassan. Yeah. <laughs> if we, you know what? I'll take that if we can call it a Hassan. We can. I'll take it. I'll take we it. Can. I just okay. called it. Yeah. You did. Well done. I, I was going to say Homer Simpson. Yeah. No, it's now it's now it's now a Hassan. It's now it's now a Lord of the Radio. All right. When we come back, we're going to get Christina Anapao Morella herself from HBO's True Blood. So we didn't actually decide which which uh, movie was the greatest. No, no. We got time. We got time. Our show's oh, like an hour long. We didn't. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Because yeah, I was getting ready to go home. All right. <laughs> cool. Secrets of the Sire brought to you by. Now we'll Christina <laughs> Anapao when we come back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. If you have an interest in marijuana, you want to know about marijuana, law, policy, and culture... Then feel free to join me, Joseph A. Bondi, every Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning on my show, In the Know 420 on TalkingAlternative.com. Hi. 
Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. I want to thank our guest, Fabian Nicieza. I think we asked him one question, and he <laughs> and he pretty much carried the entire interview himself. Which which is awesome, because we like to do as little work as possible yes, on this end. The writer uh, gnomes are not getting paid for that segment. <laughs> Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday every night. Every Wednesday. 8 p.m. Eastern. We talk comics, movies, TV. Always talking comics. All movies. the fun stuff uh, that you love. Uh, really excited. We have a tremendous guest on right now. Best known for her roles as Morella on the HBO series True Blood and Galena in Darren Aronofsky's Black Swan. I want to welcome Christina Anapau. Hello. Did Thank I get the name me. right? Did I get the name right? You did. Okay. You did a really great job. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was uptight about I that am, for a while. Well, I am very, I am excellent at butchering people's names. Yes. So, you know. No, including you your own. You did a great job. All right. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> very, very good. Welcome to the show. We, we really appreciate you uh, coming on. Uh, we Thank are, you. We are talking best vampire stories of all time that made it to the bigger small screen. Where does True Blood okay. fit? Where does True Blood fit in that in your own estimation? Well, I mean, it's definitely not um, uh, what I think of as, like, classic, classic vampire, as far as what I was raised on, Mm -hmm. which is more, um, I have a a special place in my heart for the 90s, I think it was 91 remake of Dark Shadows. Okay. (laughs) That's sort of, that's kind of my favorite, even though it's a little bit soap opera. Okay. of all time, and I, and I like Bram Stoker's, and I, I like sort of the more traditional vampire stories. But I mean, True Blood is iconic, and there's nothing like it. So it's 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 pretty high up there. What was it like day one? You're walking onto set. You know, how was it? Uh, you know, you're you're coming in midstream. They're at the height of the popularity, season four and season. You know, you're in season four and season yeah. five. Like, how, how does that feel? Were you nervous, intimidated? Were you welcomed? I mean, how how was the experience? Um, I was nervous the first day for sure, and but welcomed right away. And uh, pro- probably not nervous by the time I got to set. Nervous for the first table read, but by the end of that table read, it was just like I felt like I'd been embraced as part of the family. And it really was one of the best working experiences I've ever had in this industry because of that. Because it was just such a incredible family feeling every time every time you stepped on a set and um i had a lot of people that i i didn't know that were even on the show because i i don't have tv and i don't watch a lot of tv i didn't know they were on the show and turns out they are and they were in the, <laughs> at the table read and so it, it just was, it was such a, a incredible uh experience and being playing a fairy i didn't get to interact with a lot of the vampires because you mm-hmm. know if a fairy does and they die right yeah. so I didn't have a lot of scenes, um, and a lot of times we'd be shooting two episodes at once, so the vampires wow. would be off, you know, doing something else, and I was never a part of it. But I, one of my friends that I discovered worked on the show uh, was one of the vampires, and she sort of brought me into the vampire group socially, <laughs> <laughs> like off, off screen, and, uh, you know, we'd go out to dinner, and uh, so much so that Chris... Chris Bauer once he saw me walking with her and um, who I don't remember who else was there I think uh, you know Alex Skarsgård and just a bunch of the vampires and he pulls me and says what are you doing with the vamps what, what, what is this like how, how, how are you friends with them like what well that's really funny because I picture that if like somebody saw you hanging out with the vampires who was like a fan of the show they'd be like that's not right you're not supposed to be there <laughs> 
Right. <laughs> how, how immersed in, in the, uh, quote-unquote, the Comic-Con world um, were you at the time, and, and have you been, you know, doing maybe, like, convention appearances or, or signings or just appearances to, to promote the show? I mean, I did a little bit when I was on the show, and I didn't have much experience in the Comic-Con world before that. Mm-hmm. And um, I've gone a, a few times since then, just sort of as a... Um, you know, a, a visitor to Comic Con and not had to do any work there, and just went to you know industry parties and things sure. like that. But but just sort of walked around and and looked at everything. Um, but yeah, it definitely it, it introduced me to that world in, in a big way. For sure, and, and I mean, most people are very taken aback by that world. This, this, we live yeah. in this world. I was going to so. say, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> I, was like, I was introduced to that world, and I've never recovered. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, like, was it overwhelming at first, or was it just you know? Because I mean, some people you, say you I, could say yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're allowed well, to say yes. I mean, I was there for work the first <laughs> time, so it was a lot more controlled, I think, than mm. if I just shown up as a as a, a an attendee. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. It, it works for me. It didn't, it didn't feel overwhelming and I'm not someone who likes a lot of people ever. That sounds like just crowds or people. Or, yeah. And I, I never once felt overwhelmed or t- like it was too crowded or any of that there because the energy is so, everybody's just so excited and, yeah. and, and coming from such a nice, pure sort of place and there to have a great time so that was the one thing that really surprised me because i just hate people and crowds <laughs> i never felt that way for a second at comic-con my co-host Hassan has actually made it his entire prerogative in life to not be around as many people yeah, as possible to be, to be <laughs> virtually <laughs> invisible yes, yes. Yeah, he's not even six, on camera like if you watch the facebook feed be six he, foot tall it's really everyone's difficult. like why is he not on camera and i'm like because he told me he does not want to be on yeah. camera <laughs> <laughs> and that's just my mug the entire time. Yes. Yeah. You know, I'm a disembodied it's voice. It's not benefiting anybody, to be honest with you. Yeah. All right. Uh, shifting gears to Black <laughs> Swan, you know, uh, I mm-hmm. mean, that's a who's who cast list. Natalie Portman, uh, you know, Winona Ryder, Mila Kunis. Amazing movie. Uh, Darren Aronofsky yeah. directing, like, what was that experience like? Well, I mean, it was obviously a, a dream having grown up dancing ballet and um, and then sort of not not giving it up but putting it to the side for my acting career just out of necessity mm-hmm. and then having you know everything kind of come back full circle and having to be back in class every day and, and train harder than I ever trained when I actually was dancing ballet so just in that that aspect alone it was a, a dream come true and then of course you add in all the people that were involved Darren and, and Natalie and Mila Kunis and Barbara Hershey and you know all these yeah. Winona Ryder like all these incre- iconic actors yeah. and actresses and um it was it was incredible. It was you know three months in New York for me, and um, I was you know I would have liked to have been in the movie a little more at the end, like after it was all said and done because because of having been there for three months. It was there was a lot of changes that were made after after the fact um, that sort of changed the structure of, of the, the story and the script, and and it worked. They were kind of they're pushing Natalie for the Oscar. And yeah, Fox. They, they you know they recut things and do sure. different things. But um, but besides that element of it, it was just such an incredible thing to be a, a part of, and has been an incredible door opener in my career, and um, was a great learning experience. And just watching Darren Aronofsky and how he makes films, and yeah. no matter what the budget is, and no matter how successful he gets, he still runs the, the set like a an, an indie movie, <laughs> and it's really militant and, and serious and. Really, it's very inspiring to to watch that, and I've definitely used that and carried that into everything else I've worked on since. Well, speaking of that, uh, you got a new children's show in production. Uh, talk to me about that. I'd love <laughs> yeah. to love to know more about it. Uh, it was called the John Kerwin Kids Show, and basically, it's the Tonight Show for kids. And <laughs> we just we kind of um, saw that there was a, a gap in that market. There was no <laughs> real sort of late night style glamorous talk show for kids. Yet there's all these Disney stars and Nickelodeon stars sure. and you know young up and coming uh, different movie stars, but they're not quite big enough to be on the Jimmy Fallon's of the world. Uh, so we created a space for them and kids in the audience, and just it's a lot of fun. I would, if, if you would ask me if I was going to be, you know, producing a kids show a few years ago, I would have <laughs> never, let alone like the Tonight Show for kids. Like what? Hey, if you but, asked me, uh, I'd be hosting a radio show. I would have said you're crazy. Really, really great experience, <laughs> and 
a lot of fun people that that I got to work with and and get to continue to work with and and we're taking it to higher and higher levels so it's been a it's been a really good good experience all around all right so we're at this point we're going to do we're going to do a little something different we're going to call this uh, we're going to call fill in the blank okay i'm okay. going to uh, spout out a sentence and uh, it's going to be blank and you're going to fill it in with uh, your thoughts your favorite episode of true blood is oh gosh Put you on the spot. Um, wait and see. That's what it's called. Wait and see. What takes place in that one? Um, She's in it. It's just the only name I could think of. <laughs> we love the honesty. We appreciate yeah. the I mean, honesty. I mean, it's one that I'm in for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't I don't like uh, remember the names of the episodes. So oh, much. that's okay. Like, I I could tell you the numbers, but not really the names. Okay. We'll we'll we'll, we'll let yeah. you off the hook on that one. The TV okay, sh- thanks, yeah. <laughs> the TV show you are currently binging is Oh, it's uh Sense 8. Oh, wow. Series. Oh my god. Yeah. Talk to us I, about I like that show cuz I I know nothing about it. Uh, just, <laughs> I, I can't believe I didn't I can't believe I just discovered it. I I've been sick for like the last week. I got the flu and and because oh, of no. that, thank god for that because I would never have discovered the show. <laughs> I don't sit around and watch, you know, shows that often. Um, so basically, it's these is so complex and yeah, hard to explain. But it's kind of convoluted. Eight, yeah, there's eight individuals, but there's also tons of individuals. I mean, basically, it's like a, the interconnectedness of all things, and it's it, in keeping with the prolific amazingness of the Wachowskis and what they're tapped into, is, you know, with Matrix and every project that they work on. But it's really interesting talking about consciousness and and our abilities and what we're really capable of. Um, it's kind of the idea in in that series is there's Homo sapiens and what they call Homo sensorians, which is sort of you know these humans, but they have the abilities to connect with each other and think each other's thoughts and do a lot more beyond that. And over course, continents, you know, super over continents, yeah, over, over, con- over continents. Yeah, it's, it's it sounds like a Wachowski brother. Uh, or yeah. sorry, Wachowski sibling production at this point. Yeah. That, that definitely so sounds like just, something there. It's, but it's just incredible, and it's you know it gets you to this point where you, you know you binge watch five episodes of it, and then I would, of course I was like delirious and pseudofed probably as well, but <laughs> I would turn, it, turn, it, turn it off, I would turn it off, and then you know be trying to really do all these things myself in the middle of the night, you know. So it's it's really inspiring, and and I I just think that they are they're brilliant, and they they definitely are tapped into the what's what's how reality is really set up. Excellent. Sure. All right. So, I the like them a lot. The superpower you wish you had? Um, teleportation. Ooh, oh, there you go. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I always go fly. Yeah. I always go flight. I'm always like, I want to fly. You teleport. You don't need to fly. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Right. You'd never be late for work. <laughs> that's what you would do. If you yes, had the power for teleportation, totally, you'd totally. be like, I'm going to be on time for work yes, all the time. <laughs> yeah. And maybe a, bank, th- maybe a bank vault or two might this be is in why there. You're the, this is why you're the co-host of a, of a, of a middling <laughs> podcast. Yes. Because yes. you don't dream big enough. It, because I can't teleport. If I could teleport, you think I would be sitting here right now? You'd be on time. Yeah. <laughs> wherever I went, it would be all time. Uh, <laughs> the Wonder Woman movie coming out. Next mm-hmm. month will be next week. Next week, sorry, next week. Well, it's technically both. Yes. Next month and next will be week. amazing. She was my first idol. Wonder ah, Woman was. Talk so to us about I'm Wonder Woman. To see that. Talk to us about Wonder Woman. Uh, well, I had a life-size cardboard cutout of her on my door, basically, you know, my entire childhood. So, she, you know, she was when I was a young, young girl. It was the Linda Carter series, obviously mm-hmm. on, on TV mm-hmm. in the early '80s, and uh, I don't know. She just, she's part just part of my cells you know just i i, I kind of feel like she really exists i guess because i was it was so programmed into my brain at such an early age but yeah wonder woman was my first first female role model i think do you know what they actually said they they um there's a course that teaches people on public speaking and they mm-hmm. coined the phrase do the wonder woman pose before you go out and public speak because it, it empowers if you if you actually yeah. put your <laughs> Your, your right. hands are your hips. Your hands are your hips, and, and and stand up straight with your with your legs crossed, and do the Wonder Woman pose, and that that is huh. like part of this course, and it's proven to make you feel calm and confident when you go out there in public. Really, speak. really, that works. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's so that's I, that's going to be the big. Can guys you know. do it? Or yeah. I, mean, I don't see why not. All right. I mean, just as long as no one sees them <laughs> pretending <laughs> to be Wonder Woman. <laughs> so I in in the research for the show, you were involved in the Moana 
uh, movie. Mm-hmm. You were a voice in that. Have you ever been forced to watch that film with kids? And how many times have you seen it? And how I, I, I went through this experience. We, we stopped the fill in the blank at this point. I just want to know your experience on Moana. Okay. Uh, I just was able to see uh, not the entire movie. I have not watched it with children. I saw it on an airplane in two different chunks. Ah, uh, okay. And and that's that. I thought. I mean, I thought it was a you know, it was, it was a very strong Disney movie. It was a good 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 film. And I grew up in Hawaii, obviously. So mm-hmm. there's there's I, I relate to a lot of the islander themes, especially the theme of wanting to get off of the island. <laughs> so so that, that that was you know, go go Moana. But it was good. I think they did a good job. I know that you know it takes some like seven or eight years to do these these yeah. Disney movies that yeah. then become iconic. So. Uh, they they were working on it for a long time. The same guys that did The Little Mermaid and Aladdin and and all of that, which I'm glad I didn't know when I was in there doing <laughs> covers. The Little Mermaid was like my second female role you, model like after go. Wonder Woman, you know. So I probably would have like auditioned for them, <laughs> sung sung every Little Mermaid song to them. So I'm, I'm glad I didn't know that they were the creators of that. Now they're planning sort of a my, live my action well. Little Mermaid film, mm-hmm. either a film or, or a TV show. What is the, what what are your thoughts on that? The, the the movie the little Murray movie yeah they're going to be doing a live action version of that oh I didn't know that yeah that's I it's, no idea. it's in development the, see you got you got to audition right now I didn't know let's go get on there <laughs> I, I don't think I'm really uh, the right I, I wouldn't cast <laughs> myself as as the Little Mermaid no you know I'd like to see her really true to the cartoon. <laughs> That would be, yeah, we can see that. Yeah. All right. Would be kind of awesome. We're going to wind down with yeah. your most ideal director you'd like to work with. Your most ideal actor slash actress you'd like to work with is? The Wachowskis, for sure, <laughs> as far as directors and, and writers. And then uh, actor, actress, probably in keeping with Wachowski, probably Keanu Reeves, just for that oh, whole, wow. keeping that same feeling. Keanu Reeves is, is supposed yeah, to be I like the that. nicest guy on the planet, too. Like he yeah, really is. and he's from Hawaii. Also, we have the Hawaii connection, and we have the Wachowski connection. Yeah, he's one of these guys who can just keep reinventing himself. Yeah, I you know. know. They wrote him off so many times, yeah. and then the Matrix, and now the John Wick thing. Is, yeah, is, he yeah. just keeps coming back. Uh, yeah, all right, he is. final um, fill in the blank. The best radio show slash podcast you've ever been on is. Yours. (laughs) That was very easy to do. How'd you get that one? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Christina, talk uh, again about your your children's show. Tell all everyone where they can watch it, where they can um, stream it, and uh, and tell them how people can get in contact with you. Yeah, so it's the John Kerwin Kids Show. It airs nationwide every Sunday. I believe we just switched to Sundays. We used to be on Saturdays. Uh, It's on Directv. I'm not sure. It depends on which area you're in as far as the channel, but just look up. Direct TV, John Kerwin Kid Show, and I'm all over all the different platforms at Christina Onapow, different versions of the at Christina Onapow handle. Pretty easy to find. Excellent. Thank you so much for appearing. Yeah, we thanks. love having you, and uh, anytime you got something you've got going on, you want to get it out there, um, you know, let us know. Let us know. <laughs> thank you. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Have a good thank night. you so much. That was thanks. Christina Onapow. And uh, from True Blood. And uh, chime in, obviously, if anybody's got any questions. Uh, well, I mean, she's gone, but, you know, we'll answer them. So when we come back, <laughs> we'll we're going to dive. We're going to do what our fun, our, our best segment in the world. We're going to go spinning the racks when we come back. <sighs> You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. Hello, this is Mark Torres. And Pronto Comic Zone, Dominic Sperano. And listen to our show, It Came From The Radio, right here on talkradio.nyc. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We talk about entertainment, movies, comic books, and other news. 
So make sure you check us out. That's right here, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, every Wednesday, talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com Give me a vote, Bobby. What do you think? Steel or Nick Fury? I'm going... I, I love Steel growing up. And, right. and And I haven't seen it in almost like 15 years. But, you know, things were limited in the 90s. We didn't have many superhero movies to turn to. James Quarandango said, this is like asking which eye you want poked at. <laughs> Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. Uh, I want to thank our guest, Christina Anapal from True Blood. Didn't get um, her name wrong once. Yeah, well I know. I was really well done. Also, did not get to ask her the one question: What is the best Ben Affleck movie of all time? The best Ben Affleck movie of all time is Phantoms. Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms. <laughs> <laughs> My attitude about that is that it was the town. It, I think that was his best. The movie. town's the best movie. But I think I think no it, Daredevil. We got Daredevil comparison to Phantoms. Do we have any Daredevil takers out there? No. Any any, uh, <laughs> any Gili no. takers out there? <laughs> any uh, or Jersey Girl, which is the same games. movie. Oh, is it? Yeah, Jersey yeah, Girl actually, and Gili were the kinda, same. Joe Mulvey says the town definitely. Yes. Uh, the uh, yes. You know, the funny thing is, I remember Kevin Smith was actually complaining. Ah, Christina Gillan says dogma, which is also what Sam Leibowitz uh, suggested as well. Yeah, she's wrong now. Uh, the um, <laughs> <laughs> she's our she's our beloved patron who is in our green room. She's earlier. our boss. I can say she's yeah. wrong. She that's just fire me. That's true. <laughs> well, you'll never have to be on time ever huh? again for this. Yes, if okay. I teleport. <laughs> uh, the uh, I'm, I'm, I'm lost. Yeah, no, all, gotcha. Got it. Win, it's all over. Win. Got him. This is what happens when we have like important people on our show. Yes, you and know? you get you get flummoxy. I do get flummoxy. Yes. I, I just absolutely. It's, it's kind of sad to watch, man. It is pathetic to you watch. Just I can melt watch in the chair. I can picture myself as you watching me be very awful. Yeah, and it's. It, I mean, sitting here, it's gratifying. I just and isn't tell it amazing you. that we strive to be important? Well, I strive to be important. Yeah, I don't strive to be. I, I was but born important. But, and that's why you succeed. <laughs> yes. At, yes. Not, at not being important. Yes. At, at not being, <laughs> and not trying to be important while being important, not important at all. Yes. Phantom? Really? Yes. Phantom? All right. He was the bomb in Phantoms. He was... <laughs> 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 I don't know where we're going what's with the that. Superpower? You, you would, uh, what's the superpower you would you would want? That you, I would want it. I would, would want, want teleportation. teleportation. Also, either teleportation or this one will shock you. Yeah, invisibility. But I would do, I would do terrible things with it. Uh, terrible things. Terrible things. Terrible things with my invisibility. Like it would be bad immediately. Like I always said, if I was Superman, if I like a, a Spider-Man situation, and I yeah. suddenly got irradiated, like when riding the two train home, uh-huh. and I got irradiated and whatever, and became a superhero, because that's how it happens. Sure. Um, uh, there would be a, a government agency dedicated to killing me about six days after it happened. Six days. <laughs> that's how long it would take for it to go. I mean, In I wouldn't. Be, there wouldn't even be a crime-fighting really? phase. It really wouldn't. It would go straight to supervillain. Okay. It would be. It would go to my head instantly. So if you had superpowers and could do whatever you want, yeah, great power, great responsibility. Straight to villain. Yeah, heck with that. You'd Throw that be, out. Screw you'd just that. like be pushing people over. Oh, it would be terrible. Just left and right. It would be terrible. Yeah. It would literally be terrible. Okay. And if I could teleport, and be invisible. Yeah. Come on. Now Brian Abraham said healing factor, and that's a good answer because then you then you live longer. Right. But but how long do you really want to live? Yeah, not that long. But if you if you, tele- if you get really good with teleporting, you don't need a healing factor because you just never would you would never be there for the damage. Oh, that's not true. I mean, in order to actually use your teleporting powers, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's some sort of motion or thought or it, it's not like blinking. It's not involuntary. You got to get good at it. If it was involuntary, <laughs> then you'd just be teleporting. Yeah, which right, would that would suck. Right? That would be the the Marvel version of it, where you'd there's always like got to be some kind of cost or a, or a plane. Or, yeah, you know, no, you, that would suck. But I mean, you if know. you got really good at it, right? Yeah. And you mm-hmm. just you, you popped in, you punch someone, he yeah. swings at you, you pop out. You know, you put, you, you're behind them all of a sudden. You punch them again. You're in front of them. You don't take any damage. Who you got to get punching? good at it. Why are you punching these people? Because I'm a supervillain. 
Oh, so you're punching like cops and, and anybody? Okay, I just punch people randomly. Oh, just oh, just randomly. Yeah, because I'm a supervillain. Yeah, you know, there's a game out there like that. Yes, grand kids grand, get a, kids grand get theft no, auto. No, 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 no. I don't mean like a video game, like an oh, the knockout game. game. Yes, the knockout. I'd be game. amazing at the knockout game if I could if I could teleport. So you just have evil machinations. It, I like I said, whatever, it would be bad. Which is why you, you choose to do nothing. Yes. So you're actually yes. like you're actually being like a superhero right now. Right by by saving the world by from myself. By refraining from doing exactly. anything. By not harmful. getting superpowers, I have saved the world. All right. Do you know what else you've done? I've burned a lot of time. <laughs> Successfully. No, 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 no. You also are the uh, you were at the genesis of our of our greatest uh, yes ringtone ever. Mm-hmm. It's that time of the it's that time of the night. We Christina go wants to know when, when everybody's going to get a, a copy. Oh, of that. we we got interns coming next week. We have a oh. whole campaign oh, revolved around. My fate is sealed. That ringtone. <laughs> All right, we go spinning the racks. <laughs> spin the rack. Spin the rack. <laughs> <laughs> We we shouldn't laugh at our own jokes like that. It's you know what the best part of that is though. It's when you go spin that rack, <laughs> like that is. See, nobody knew it was me until now. Well, until you just said it was me. Oh, everyone knew. We've, um, been, we've been saying it in my in my mind week. from my own peace of mind. Nobody knew. We and now actually it's our guest last week, Pat Shand, who was in studio. Which, by the way, his Kickstarter got funded. Yes, thanks to he us. Did. He clearly. did clearly excellent for him. Best it was his birthday. Ever. Isn't it his birthday today? Thirty years old. Today, happy birthday, happy birthday Pat Shand. Pat. It's an old man. I, was, I meant to mention that too. He was literally moved when he heard that. Like he he looked at you and 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 looked around <laughs> and was like, "That is the greatest thing I've ever heard." <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, what is spinning the racks? This is when we what bring you the most fantastical the pop racks. culture news out there on the web. Uh, not fantastical. We didn't get to do this last week because we 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 just we had so much show last week that we just ran out. Uh, Powers Booth passed away. Yeah. He uh, is the actor best known for, uh, you know, Deadwood. He was in Sin City. He was most recently in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's where I remember him most recently. Not, not to say I don't remember him in other things. Um, he lent his burly frame and Texas drawl to numerous TV series. Yeah. Uh, he died in the He sleep, was amazing. Which is too bad. Hackers want to make Disney cry with the wanna cry. They're actually um, some hackers that stole... Pirates uh, of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean and yeah. were holding it hostage. But they actually found out it was a movie theater owner. Really? Yeah. And they they arrested him? They arrested him and oh. two other people in connection to this. <laughs> yes. All right. You got to give it to him for the for the <laughs> balls for the scam, though. That's because, pretty impressive, right? Because you would have it, and, I, and and someone like you would be like, oh, I know I know how to, we can make a lot of money like this. Yeah. You know, just, just, you know, blackmail him. I'd be like, no, we got to give it back. We got to do what's right. No, no, no. You would, you would be the blackmailer. Because you would be doing evil things. Why has it got to be racial, man? Well, because we're doing do a show here, here, man. That's, right. that's yeah. not right. Yeah. That is not right. I don't see things in, in color. <laughs> yeah, so you're colorblind. I am colorblind. Yeah. So the, why are you wearing a Captain only, America shirt? The so only that racist explains person, that banner. Yes. The only <laughs> racist person here, Hassan, is you. Yes. Yes. You just revealed your. I'm own a racially bigotry. racist. Racist. Person. <laughs> racist. Yeah. I don't know. Get get past this. Uh, in the <laughs> this we got sucks. it right category. NBC's Powerless officially canceled. This is kind of old news, i got to be honest but this, with you. That sucks to be right about that. NBC has canceled DC Entertainment's Powerless following one season. According to Deadline, in April, the network pulled the show from its schedule with They were powerless to save themselves. To, oh, oh wah, I'm sorry. Wah. It okay. is unknown if, these f- uh, if the final episodes will eventually be released. Um, if a show does not it make will. a sound, they'll, they'll was it ever really it. there? No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was all yeah. part of your imagination. It will be when they release it on DVD. That that's where. Wouldn't that be the ultimate irony that if like it goes out there and becomes like the next Family Guy, where like two years later they're like, "We're renewing Powerless!" Yeah, it would be fantastic like, for amazing. it. And yeah, it's like, wait, what was Powerless? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> even know it existed. Or like, um, like Heroes. Didn't they bring Heroes back? And there was a whole it generation was bad, of kids. Though. It was pretty bad. Yeah, it was bad the first time. I'll be honest with you. The X Files. They brought back X Files for years, uh, a couple years ago, and they renewed it. They've actually renewed yeah, X Files, but they're just taking their time. Right, bringing it back right. for for a tenth uh, season or something like that. Episodes were okay as well too. Not I great. watched one or two of them. I didn't yeah. watch them all, and it wasn't really because I didn't want to. It was just a you know I was never a huge X Files fan. I I didn't dislike. I've seen the movies. I've yeah. I followed it, but you know. So Brian Everham tre- uh, 
uh, chimed in on the Facebook feed. Again, go to facebook.com slash secret to the sire. No, uh, any of our podcast listeners yeah. and they want to actually catch us live, do it there. Go out. to talkradio.nyc. We're great guys. Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on iHeartRadio. We're, we're on everywhere. All, we're, we're really everywhere. Yeah. I actually just got email from somebody saying we're on some sort of podcasting app. You got an email that, that said we're, we're on too many platforms. No, right? yeah. well, <laughs> they threaten you. Stop. Yes, stop yeah. it. Stop well, whatever you're doing now. So he chimed <laughs> and said teleportation, teleportation doesn't keep you from getting diseases or illness so you could gain your powers and a year later you could have an untreatable disease. Great, but just if say. you could teleport, you could teleport to whatever country has a cure for that disease oh, real quick. Have a cure, then you just die. You would find it. There's always a cure. In the movies. You teleport to the bunker. Wherever right, so the president is, he's got all the cures. We talked top vampire stories ever to see the big screen mm-hmm. or the small screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we never really came up with a, with a definitive answer. I have an answer, but... I want well. I think Bram Stoker's Dracula, fantastic too. I like your original. Answer. I yes, that is. Well, if you're saying you it's think story, movie? I I think that movie's uh, fantastic. I think it's that's too, one of the right? few movies at the time when it came out. I saw it like five or six times. Still love that. One movie. of my favorites. There's boobies in that too. Fourteen year old self really enjoyed it. Well, that's that's you know if that's your thing, oh, you can't can't go wrong with that. That's pretty much everyone. Let me ask you a question: Buffy or Angel? For what? Which one's better? Neither. Neither. No. See, Angel was like, very good. I'm Angel not. A, I'm not good. a fan of. Well, you're I'm you're just anti Joss Whedon, who we also talked about as well. Yes, too. we did. Actually, Buffy uh, Angel is better than Buffy. If we have we if we have to. Yeah. Angel is yeah. better. Than Buffy. Well, because you know, Ex- except for season four, which is atrocious. No, see, season, season four of Angel is, is amazing. So yeah. Even Absolutely even Joss amazing. Whedon says season four is atrocious. He apologized about. Season and he apologized four. for season six of Buffy, and that rightfully so as well. And he apologized for season four of of Angel. All right. Well, coming up next week, it's oh. Ladies' Night. Actress Jordan Elizabeth Gelber of Star Baby Enterprises and women's business coach Sarah Walton are going to be on the show next week uh, because we're going to be talking pretty much the biggest about women's. Yeah, we're going to be talking the <laughs> biggest thing on the planet. We actually have two female interns as well too. Yes. Uh, sorry, honey. Uh, we're going to be talking about DC's Wonder Woman uh, with positive reviews right. hitting the net. Oh, Will this be DC's night. first Ooh, and most important victory? Night. It has to be. Because they're, they're don't, 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 don't it has to be. They're don't due. The, don't give away the cow. That's just my opinion. No, but save it for Lord next week. Radio gets to have an opinion. Save it for next week. I could be proved wrong. Tune in next week. Secrets of the Sire. Stay tuned for it came from the radio. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow, Follow Me Friday, Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're, We're your digital, digital connectors. connectors. Woo woo! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, all you crazy listeners, looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on talkingalternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show, Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Are you a conscious co-creator? 
Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 